Hello and welcome back to No More Mondays, the podcast where two indie hackers, James McKinban and Dan Rowden, talk about building their indie businesses. Dan has a product studio doing 8K MRR and I have a podcasting business doing just over 2K. Today, Dan is back with a bang, rekindling his Cove side project with a splattering of new features, but that has left him with some doubts about doing a ghost agency. Meanwhile, I have a very lazy day off and secure my biggest ever sponsor for Indie Bytes. And a big thank you to this episode sponsor, Zip Message, which you'll find out more about throughout the episode let's get started i'll just notice you're in a different place i'm in my daughter's room just to see if it's a better sound oh so are there, are there egg boxes now in this room no there's no egg boxes but she's lots of stuff <laughs> on her desk and like lots of pillows and stuff it might be a bit less echoey <laughs> you were telling me about your knee yeah so i went to a physio maybe four or five weeks now and he's kind of worked out some issues in my cartilage and some ligament damage tendon damage sorry He's been kind of massaging and making sure all the movement's okay. Still a bit loose, but his main thing for me was to strengthen it. So I've been doing leg days just to kind of stabilise the kneecap and all that stuff in the knee, which is, yeah, a bit loose at the moment. But yeah, I, I like leg days. It's good. And I feel stronger. Yeah, well, that's good to hear, man. It's good to hear that it's going in the right direction. But Dan, you were away last week, recorded an episode with Mr. Arvid Carl. Did you yeah, listen to it? I did, of course. What did you yeah. think? Yeah, it's good. And uh, yeah, having someone like Arvid on, it's obviously a bonus. Was it weird having someone else on your own podcast? Uh, not really, because I've listened to you interview lots of people before, so it's just kind of oh, yeah. more of the same. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, we're, we're, we're talking through a dodgy Mauritian connection. You know it would fix this if we were having calls? <laughs> I, I can guess. Is it async communication? <laughs> it would be asynchronous <laughs> communication, which is why I am delighted today that No More Mondays is sponsored by ZipMessage, which is a video messaging tool designed for asynchronous conversations. And it's pretty good at that. You send a link to a customer, a co-worker, a new hire, or anyone else you want to exchange your screen and or camera with. You can reserve your personal URL where others can message you or integrate it into your website. Use it free forever or upgrade to the full async experience on Zip Message. Use the code NOMORMONDAYS for 10% off your first three months or head to the link in the show notes. Now, doesn't that sound good, Dan? Wouldn't you yeah. just love to do all your calls asynchronously? Yeah. Well, you can that... take your days off, yeah. pick a day and then do all your async calls then and not have to worry about speaking to people in person or apologising to them for your connection. Sounds perfect. I don't do any calls anymore and I'm very happy. All right, tell me what you've been working on this week. So yeah, I had a week off the pod, which means I've kind of got two weeks of updates, but I'll condense it into one. But yeah, Cove. So Cove is my ghost commenting tool that is two years old this month. It was the first product I launched when I went properly like side project on Twitter and started growing Twitter. So I see it as like my baby a little bit and I haven't really done much to it recently because the product was good enough that I didn't have to and I could move on to other projects. But I've started to rethink about, about what it could be in the ghost ecosystem and I've been building since like October time on and off some cool new additions to Cove as a platform so it's not just going to be commenting anymore. So like like buttons, you could add a like button to your post and your mm. readers can like the, um, the view counters. So you can either just keep track of which pages get the most views or you can also display it on the website. And I'm going to come up with a cool way to then show like top 10 posts on your ghost blog using like a code yeah. API, which then shows like up to date top posts, which would be quite cool because you can't do that on ghost. And yeah, member counters. So right now on ghost, you can't show publicly how many members you have on your site, subscribers basically. So I've built a little counter, which is a bit like Tolter, but in code. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a little yeah. package of tools. I called them 
tools. I don't know if that's the best way to describe them, but I'm, I'm now going to rejig the pricing and add that as like a second second plan. So you'll have a comments plan and a tools plan and then like a pro plan, which is everything together. Yeah, I've got some other ideas as well to extend it even further if I wanted to make Cove like this big old like all-encompassing ghost platform yeah uh, ghost like tool utility yeah, yeah m must have extension <laughs> it seems to me like you're just building all the features that you want ghost to have which yeah. is pretty well, fun it's, it's <laughs> my, yeah it's pretty cool it's mostly like community focused stuff so if you have a blog and you have readers and you have an active audience it's that's the kind of thing i want to build for yeah so like, like a couple of weeks took some time off and i took my time off to spend coding coves because like I said recently, I'm kind of treating it as a side project again. Um, and that's been really fun. I've redone the marketing site design. I have to code that up. But then the app's also redesigned a bit and all these tools are in there now. Yeah, so that's that's coming out soon. I think it's basically ready to go. I just need to test a few extra things and make sure it's all mm -hmm. working. Have you been enjoying working on it? it like yeah. It sounds like from you speaking about that, that you've been having fun, just like coming <laughs> up with new ideas, building it, doing the stuff that you want to do on it. Yeah, yeah so it's not like... Oh, I have customers asking for these things. I know, like, pressure of <laughs> working on stuff that I have to. Do you think that it will boost MRR or boost customer signups, like, just adding more and more features? Because usually, like, common advice would be not to add mm. more features. It will be to double down on focus. And obviously, this is your project. You can do what you want with it. You've got multiple things. This is the point of having a portfolio. You can fall back on other things if other bets don't work out. There's always scope for a launch or like a product hunt launch or like to, just to market it. There's always like a good excuse to do that. So that should get it in front of new people that have never seen code before. But I think adding the yeah. tools as like a separate plan should bring in new customers who don't necessarily want the comments, but they want these extra other like extra little things on their blog. So mm -hmm. I think there's a, yeah, like potential for a new kind of class of customer as well as obviously yeah. maybe some expansion revenue. People are already paying for comments who actually do want the counters and the, the like buttons and stuff. But the good thing about Cove as well is within my suite of ghost, like an ecosystem of ghost things, right? So yeah. even if it doesn't grow itself, it might push someone to gloat on my themes. As, as long as new eyeballs are getting on Cove, I should I should capture new customers somewhere <laughs> within the ecosystem. How do you link them between each other? Is it just in the footer? Is it? So on Cove, I don't actually link out to anywhere at the moment, but that's going to change. <laughs> But Gloat, I give a discount to Cove and a discount to Super Themes for new customers. And from Super Themes, I give a voucher for Cove as well. Okay, yeah, smart. I wonder if, like, even in the foot of it, it was just more ghost tools here mm. or try out Cove, try out whatever else. Right. Maybe I should make, like, a, yeah, a repeatable footer that just goes on everything and then it just has, has logos for the other yeah. Yeah. platforms. Yeah. What, what about your non-ghost product then? So Illo, I've been, uh, yeah, just continuing on the marketing site with the new threads update. And this week I had kind of a bit of a brainwave. It's like sometimes you just continue on the same path and you just kind of tweak things. But then I had this idea, I don't know how it came to me, of like charging for trials for Illo and extending the trial period. So a few people I've, I've talked to over the last couple of years have said like, why is your trial 14 days? Why isn't it 30 days? And my, my reason for that is just to try and catch a payment as soon as possible and you sign up, you get seven days of like backfield analytics. So you have three weeks of analytics by the time your trial's up, which should be enough for you to kind of try it out. But I thought, why don't... So they kind of modeled on what HRF did. I don't think they have any more. They did like a $7, seven-day trial. Yeah. Which I went through. And again, it wasn't really enough time to like get value out of the product. But I thought charging for a 30-day trial 
instead of having a free trial, but have it at like $5 or something like that, where it's just kind of, mm. okay, I can pay $5 for a whole, a whole month when you know that the real plan is 15 And I wonder if that would increase conversions at the end of the trial, because in paid trials typically, or credit card up front typically has a better conversion rate, but you have fewer mm. signups. So yeah, it's just something I've been thinking about. And I put it on Twitter and people seem to respond well to it. But like right now I get like four to 500 signups a month and a four or 5% conversion. So it's like 20 new customers ish a month. So that would be like yeah. my figure that I'd have to try and increase. It doesn't matter if the number of signups decreases as long as the conversion rate gets bigger <laughs> and like mm-hmm. that, that kind of number increases over time. Would you, would you rather that then? Would you rather just lose some signups and yeah. increase so like the, the base number goes up well signups is only good if if someone signs up and they don't pay for the tool then the, their only benefit of them being in the, in the system is that I have their email address that I can send product update in the future so it's like yeah. marketing yeah. in the future yeah. so that's the only thing that I would lose I'm just, just wondering what else can be done within the product to help them extract the value from it yeah in that first trial because a lot of people have problem with actually getting people to sign up into their product even the free trial Mm -hmm. i don't exactly know how you do it if you do credit are you credit card or no credit card no credit card you just sign up sign in through twitter and you're in like there's seven days of data straight away yeah and so you href seven day for seven dollars master stroke look great you can extract a lot of data from hrefs for seven dollars when their first plan was 99 dollars. I, I bought the seven day trial and never really used it because right. i just didn't really have a need for it at that point i didn't know how to use it no, but yeah, um, that's what I and yeah and they've removed it now so i wonder how effective it was or maybe it lost its effectiveness over time so there is an opportunity for you to do it and test it and give right. it a go and see what it changes maybe for a month see if that baseline number increases at all i i don't know if that conversion still would because then there's something in between there that is like stopping people from from extracting all the value they should get from it yeah so the the other thing that i've been planning for ages but i just haven't got around to i don't know why it's kind of important is to um, do like drip emails because you sign up to Illo, you see the dashboard and you kind of click through the pages, but you don't really maybe understand exactly what each number does or like how it works or what it can do mm-hmm. for your account. So I've, I've started I've maybe like 80% of these like four or five emails written out that will just kind of go through the whole product bit by bit or maybe show some hidden features that you might not know about or like how to use the numbers to like respond or like do content better based on what Illo is telling you. So that kind of like education part is missing at the moment from Illo. And that, that's the kind of thing that would also mm-hmm. help boost conversions because you've got people in the system using the system and then you're kind of giving them the tools to like use it properly or like feel like they're mastering the tool. Can you like get the email drip thing done soon? As, and get them- it's just prioritizing things, isn't it? I feel like it's very important to do that, but it's been months now that it's just kind of got really, it's just sitting there kind of waiting to be finished. Yeah. Yeah, I probably should get it out there and see because I, even that might just move the needle a little bit. A few percentage points would make a big difference. When are you plan to implement some of this stuff? So I want to get the, the code update out maybe this week or next, and then I'll go back to Illo. And so yeah, maybe in April. All right, nice, good stuff. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I've been reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, 
which is a crazy <laughs> book. Have you read it? No, my I, I laugh when it came up in the notes because my uncle got it to me and my uncle's a bit crazy. And yeah, one birthday he got me this book. It was like, you're, you're path to be rich or something. <laughs> so I, I have it. I've never opened it before. So interested to hear your thoughts on it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible title from in my perspective. But I mean, it's the title of the book, but it made me not want to read it, basically. But yeah, I, I liked the book and it's interesting and I, I got a lot out of it. The, the main thing I got out of it was to make your money work for you instead of working mm. for money, right? That's like this tagline that he has throughout the book. And I've kind of got out of a job and I'm working for myself. So I'm kind of halfway there in that I'm not getting up, going to my job, coming home. So the, the key to, to wealth in his book is you earn money, you keep money aside, you don't spend it and then you invest it and that money just makes more money and like you have to be clever and understand how all the financial system works. You avoid taxes mm. where you can, all this kind of like, it's very sensible stuff and it makes total sense, but people just don't do it because they wake up, they go to work, they come home, they spend what they earn and then they're back to zero again. So yeah, I'm like, <laughs> trying try my hardest to like get into that mindset or like to, to make that the path forward. Yeah, another thing that from the book was like, pay yourself first, which I didn't really understand when I first read it, but it basically like, doesn't matter what bills you have, doesn't matter what expenses you have, pay yourself money first, put it in like an account or invest it somewhere. And then you have the rest of the money to pay your bills, whatever. And mm -hmm. if you can't pay your bills, that's fine. <laughs> basically he was saying like, don't get into trouble. But his point there was that if you then have pressure to pay your bills, you'll come up with new ways to make more money which is kind of what you did recently, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that worked out really well for you. You you got into this position where you're like, okay, I have to make some money. And then you just made money. Like if you have, if you didn't have that tight like spot, you wouldn't have done that. I've had that a few points in my life, not not just on the, but the, the, what happened last month was the most successful instance of that, of like just being pinned to a wall and having to think, right, I need to get out of this situation. So that pressure really helped me. Right. Yeah, and then my last point this week was that I've been working on the article website. So this is the <laughs> name I chose for the ghost agency thing. But coming off of that book and like working for other people, yeah, it's like I keep going back and forth, like do I want to do this agency thing? Do I not want to do this agency thing? So at the moment, I'm making an article into my ghost blog, basically all the stuff I've written about ghost educational pieces or tips or whatever are going to be on article.com. And I'll have a page for the agency site, I think, just to see what happens. And I'll have all the, the things out on that page so that it's online. If someone if I want to share it with someone, then I can send them there. But I think article is going to be the name for the like a ghost blog. And that will also tie in everything. So anything I write about ghost will go on there. And I also obviously you mentioned Cove and I mentioned Glow and I mentioned uh, super themes throughout those posts. And it's just going to be like the anchor point for all my ghost projects, I think. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this with all my podcasting stuff. Like uh, the I could do content for the course i could do content for pod panda but I, I never know where to put it because they could equally go on both both could serve to benefit from this content mm. uh, do i just duplicate it over both of them and try and rank and see mm. see what wins but obviously that wouldn't work so do i have a separate thing which is for the content that links out to them which is exactly what you're saying with article yeah. I, th I think you're right to be apprehensive about doing taking on more client work i think brett is been a great inspiration for so many people igniting this one person agency movement and i think for for some people it's like a great route into earning their first bit of indie money mm. or building a business 
But for you, I just I worry because you've you've got these SaaS businesses doing good MRR and with potential to do more and more and more, and then you're looking for a way to take on more client work. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, I think yeah, it's chasing the numbers, isn't it? Rather than actually maybe thinking what's best for me. So yeah, like working on Cove in a very chilled way the last couple of weeks has made me just think, all right, why don't I just do this? Why am I even contemplating putting myself out there for client work? On, on to you, for sure. Okay, so last Monday I took a full day off. And Dan, I'm not talking about like, oh, just sort of taking a day off the computer. I took a day off everything. I cancelled all plans. I said to everyone, I'm not seeing you. I'm just <laughs> going to lay in bed. I'm going to watch films, play video games. I'm going to read. And the thought of that was like every time I've had a sort of day off over the past two, three months, it's been because I have to do something. Like I have to take my sister to my dad's, um, the baby, or like I've agreed to meet someone. I like that. That's all very fun. But often those days, I'll like I'll I'll get a sneaky little bit of work in, maybe an hour mm-hmm. or two, or it would just be like the day has been so stressful because I've been so busy, it hasn't felt like a day off. So I wanted like a full on lazy day, and I documented it. It was fantastic. Let me see if I've still got the my day off. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Nine thirty. I woke up at ten to at ten a.m. Bored but showered. <laughs> <laughs> 11 a.m. Oh, listeners are going to be annoyed at me for this. Ordered coffee cost £8. Whoa, whoa. Nice. For one coffee. I wasn't I wasn't leaving the flat. I was staying in and I wanted my coffee. Yes, could I have made it myself? Absolutely. But I was having a lazy day, Dan. So I ordered a coffee. It was quite nice. At 11 a.m. Played three games of FIFA. Lost all three. Nice. 12 p.m. Read a few chapters of my book, which was like, it, it was a, it's called Nala's World. It's about a guy that travelled around the world with his cat. Okay. So it like it wasn't a business book. It wasn't no. a fiction book, but it was like close to. 2.30, call with dad to discuss finances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, dad, I'm having my day off. I don't, mm. don't want to, I don't want to talk about this stuff. But I, I had to put that in. 3pm, fin- finish my first watch strap. Oh yeah, I made an Apple watch strap. Oh, that was cool. fun. 3.30, getting hungry, might order a burger. 4pm. Burger arrived, <laughs> watching the bubble. And that was my last update from the day. <laughs> Sounds so ideal. Just like nothing. I, I remember the days, like on a Saturday or Sunday, where I would wake up and I had no plans and I'd just lay in bed. So yeah, I took my day off. I announced my new Indie Bite schedule. I spoke about this before I am going to two a week. I thought it would be easier for me. Well, actually, after my chat with Arvid, and he has a really like set schedule for releasing his bootstrap founder mm. podcast he like starts writing on monday records thursday releases friday and whenever i've like tried to hit a schedule for indie bites it's worked well so i've promised to upload an episode every tuesday and friday and i just really really desperately want to stick to it because i think it's going to help me with training my consistency muscle yeah. and learning not to miss deadlines because as i spoke about in the last episode i've been pretty bad at missing deadlines so training myself to if i have a date i release it then what are you um, on are you on schedule for tomorrow no no god no <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm trying to take a day off today and i've got to do this one 
I released Dago's one on Friday after yeah. announcing it on Twitter. It came up some some people came up with some fun forfeits. One of which was like remove the promotional links from the show notes every time I miss a deadline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dago was like, "Oh, I'll make uh, a meme about you every time you miss one," which <laughs> I liked. But I'm not going to miss it. No, and I'm not. so determined now. Some more news on Indie Bites. I got my biggest Indie Bites sponsor yet, which is actually Charlie from Weekend Club, who was the original sponsor who paid £25 an episode. And he just bought 10 episodes for over £2,000, which was... Um, <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. It, we, we were just... It, he's gone into growth mode with the Weekend Club. He like sold off a bunch of NFTs and was like, I really need to make weekend club work as a thing because he's doing about 3k mrr now desperately wants to get between 5 and 10k so yeah he just bought 10 episodes and that's like hrefs did 15 at the previous price so it was 1500 pound including a discount so charlie's is is the biggest one and it's a really really awesome bit of validation for me that i can sustain the pod at this price yeah all right so yeah i got that indie bike sponsor and the other fun thing i did this week is I did a photo shoot for my Whitsable Craft Co thing. Diana Allen from Inventora asked mm. if I wanted to be featured on it. And I was like, yes, I do. But And she was like, if you can send some photos over, that would be great. And I realized I didn't have any photos. So I did a little photo shoot. And actually, I've published more of the photos. This is for their blog? Yeah, it will be a feature on their blog. But they asked if I had any photos that I could share of of like me working or and mm. I realized I didn't have any mm. and I had so much fun doing this I did this on Saturday when, when I just had a bit of spare time and this was just fun to do collating all these photos looking through them and my sister did a stand-up job of taking these photos and now it's really cool that I have all these to mm. use on Instagram marketing materials the website on the website there's now like a nice new hero image so I'm pretty happy with that yeah they came out really nicely and then finally my dad's tweeting every day Dan uh, he <laughs> has has listened to us on the pod and he's made a commitment to tweet for 30 days and to his credit he has not missed a day so shout out to my dad of tweeting every day what is he is he on um, illo <laughs> he's not he's not should he sign up <laughs> looks all right um, how did he get mckinvin did he get that before you signed up yeah 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 uh, someone oh, someone said like oh you should you should get it off your dad i was like no <laughs> <laughs> I'd like Jamie Kimmon. I'm Jamie yeah. Kimmon everywhere. Like M- McKimmon's a pretty uncommon name, so it w- we've we've it's been quite easy to get handles everywhere. Mm. And Dad just decided to get McKinvin. Yeah, which I I don't know. Like he signed up in 2009. That's quite okay, a so time he's, he's quite early. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm pleased he's tweeting every day, and that was because of you, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> That's the reason he's doing it. Well, it's the way to grow. Let's round off on our tweets. So. <laughs> Mine was... Oh, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, tweet with the median pay in tech jobs. Snapchat, or Snap, $327,000. Google Alphabet, $295,000. Facebook, $292,000. So that's the median mm-hmm. pay, right? That's not an average. That's literally the middle salary, <laughs> if you listed them all out. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. And, like, the, the second part of the tweet is all the more reason for schools to teach computer science so underserved populations have a chance to yeah. leave jobs in general i have a problem with schools i won't lie i had a problem myself with school i still think they do not set you up for life or different opportunities in life they set you up for one single path that generally leads to people being unhappy or a large proportion of people being unhappy yeah, yeah. so other things like being a parent you just kind of have to learn as you go 
and the financial stuff from Rich Dad Poor Dad. Like, again, you don't learn that in school. All right, and then my tweet, it's from our friend Ali Abdal, and it's about focus. And he says, ever struggling to find focus? Here's five different techniques that I use to stay focused that you may want to try. And I found this interesting for myself because I really often struggle with focus. So some interesting points from this thread, embrace welcome distractions. He's like, I'm probably contradicting myself here, but there's a difference between like these welcome and unwelcome distractions. Unwelcome distraction is like a notification from your phone. A welcome one could be like a chat with a friend, a call from a loved one or activity that brings joy and added value to your life. Optimize for enjoyment. Oh, I love that one. God, I'm more and more asking people, are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself? If not, have a think, have a step back because life is too short not to be enjoying yourself. And I can safely say I'm really enjoying myself at the moment. Throw away the phone, get the phone out of reach, out of sight. Best productivity hack I had was putting my phone, literally, I'm pointing it over there because I just put it on my unit over there and I just wouldn't touch it. It's like an automatic thing sometimes, isn't it? You're just like yeah you just pick it up and you're like did i why did i pick that up <laughs> yeah 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 all right then, mate what you work on this week so i've got two ghost projects to get finished i started designing new themes so i want to maybe explore that a little bit longer and then it's just co vanilla just keep going what i've been working on how about you nice cool i've got a bit of client work to do so indie bites out on tuesday and friday and then i've got a craft fair this saturday that i okay. need to make a bunch of stock for my my mum's actually running it for me because I'm running Weekend Club in London. She, she's done the last few, actually. Like, on a Saturday, I usually run Weekend Club. The craft fairs are usually on a Saturday. So she would, like, do the morning shift and I would come in the afternoon once Weekend Club is over and go and take over. Do you have to make more stuff before Saturday or do you have enough stock for that? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to do, like, 20, 30 wallets this week. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Just hit an hour. See you next Monday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of No More Mondays with James McKinvin and Dowden. So I'm in the edit and I just realised I said Dowden, but it's too funny not to edit out. But it is, of course, Dan Rowden. I'll let you get back to the script now. <laughs> you can join the conversation on Twitter at No More Mondays FM or hit the link in the show notes. You'll also find a list of talking points in those show notes along with details of today's sponsor, Zip Message. See you next Monday.